Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, everybody. See, we got people here in the chat. Smash the thumbs up button. Rhodes, what is going on, sir? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, chat. Uh, Yeah, so I watched uh, Obi-Wan episode five. I watched it once, and then I watched the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes, like four more times. Yeah. Just I watched because it twice. That, that was such the important aspect of the story in this episode yeah. that I wanted to make sure I had had all my uh, issues down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched it episode twice. Down. I watched it twice, and I must say there is some good aspects to this episode. But there is some major problems if you are a fan of Revenge of the Sith. Major problems. This episode right here really did confirm that Reva should not even exist as a character. It confirmed that for me. Because we found out everything. A lot of people thought she just knew everything just to know it. No, that's not the case. We're going to talk about that. Because I I have a big problem with um, them kind of retconning Sidious's order to Anakin when he turned into Vader. A major problem with that. Now, if you're looking at uh, this in isolation, you may like it if you never watched the prequels. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was probably the best episode so far, but but that ain't saying much. What what is that really saying right now? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, this what this is, this that is that a really cannon wrecking machine right here. <laughs> it is a cannon wrecking machine. Uh, as I would say, it is a dumpster fire rolling downhill on a tire fire. Yeah, <laughs> now, now Lucasfilm was was going to try to make you think that Reva is this all important character, but they did quite the opposite. She's extremely unimportant. There was no reason for her whatsoever to actually be an inquisitor in this episode, in the show, I should say. There's no reason. You know, inquisitors don't like her. Vader clearly didn't really have any respect for her either. Disney has um, a history now, and it started with The Last Jedi. Uh, actually, it started with The Force Awakens, but yeah, they've got a they've got a long history of creating female characters and shoehorning them into uh, into their films and their series, giving them this all powerful job to handle in all of these series with yeah. um 
with not a lot of character development. Uh, look, I think some of the stuff we saw on Riva today, I guess it was supposed to be like some big reveal. But unfortunately for the character, I think they would have been much better off to have revealed this timeline at the very beginning of the series. Like, like revealed her history, what was going on, all of that. Um, because for so long, we were like, what is her purpose of, of being involved in this? She has that, no purpose. Well, that's that's the problem. They're creating these characters that really and truly, if you... If you Thanos snapped Reva completely out of the series, we wouldn't miss a beat. No, we we wouldn't miss a beat, and that's a and that's a it would problem. be a better show. Oh, it'd be a better show, absolutely. Um, we would not miss a beat. She's she really and truly is not integral to this to the Star Wars galaxy. If you want yeah. to know the absolute truth, I mean, and, and they uh, really made Vader a complete moron. When you think of it, when it comes to Reva, a complete moron. Now, by the way, there's spoilers. There's spoilers in this, guys. So yeah, this is gonna be just, spoiler. Also, um, I'm thinking it's starting to run out of lines for Vader. I noticed this in this episode. How many times did he actually say, "Where is he?" He said that the first time we saw him in a couple of episodes ago. He said it like three times in this episode. I'm like. Why are you having him repeating the same word? That's nitpicking right there. I, I, I've got a theory, though. I, I mean, James Earl Jones is old. And no, but they, they use that technology they, they, that well, they did with Luke, the voice technology. Recorded a line, and, well, that's one of the lines that actually sounds like he's not 105 years old. Let's, <laughs> let's repeat the line. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about in Rogue One. There was he sounded muffled. An, he sounded muffled more than old. Yeah, I mean, there even was though he, even though he sounded old, old, but he his voice is very muffled. Um, it's like he was actually talking through the mass, <laughs> if I, that's the way to even put it. I don't want to act like that, especially to just normie fans that aren't like big on canon and all this. This is going to be the best received episode. I think I think so, too. And it you know, probably has a lot to do with the opening scene. Because I got I got to admit, man, let's just get into it. Let me share my screen. Because we actually going to go through um, images here. Uh, let me get that. Bam. We finally see. Oh, let me share us. That'll be that'll oh. help, I guess. <laughs> Hold on. Where are we at? There we go. First scene, Coruscant, Attack of the Clones, um, Obi-Wan with that mullet. And now you know I don't like that mullet that he had in Attack of the Clones. I think you like that mullet. I, hey, man, I, lo I love Obi-Wan in the prequels. All of it. Oh, yeah, yeah I do I, too. I'm I, just talking about the I, hair. The hair. I, I, did. I, I celebrate the entire catalog, as they said, in Office Space. Yeah. When it comes to the prequels and Ewan McGregor and Obi-Wan, I love all of it. I love yeah. all of it. Absolutely. The mullet, you, let's have it. Yeah. <laughs> you do get to see uh, Hayden right there. And let me see here. Let me go back. Right here. Why is this thing? 
I don't want to spin. Yeah, that's him uh, with his bat turn. Trying to get it to where we get a close-up of him. There we go. Yep, almost there. Now, look right here. Obi-Wan pretty close to, way, to the way he looked at um, Attack of the Clones right there. Pretty close. Now, if we scroll over to Anakin... And I'm just trying not to, you know, nitpick. Well, forget it. Anakin Hayden Christensen is uh, 40 years old. They didn't de-age him. And I noticed, <laughs> I noticed he looked like a late 30s guy. I mean, I, that's just nitpicking right there. What did you think of that, Rhodes? He did look like a 40-year-old well, guy when he's supposed to be like 20. They, they, they pulled what they did way back in the day when the movie Grease came out and we were supposed to believe that everybody in Greece were high school kids and yeah, they were yeah. all were like 28 <laughs> years old. <Yeah. laughs> I think they did some of that with 90210 back in the day too. Luke Perry yeah. looked like he was 45. Um, so I thought they it, would try to de-age him, but they didn't. Hollywood's got a history of that. Now it, it's kind of odd that with their technology and a history of de-aging, and and de-aging looking so good lately um, that it didn't come across any better because I was like you. I thought Obi-Wan was okay in this. He was okay. It's about as when, good as you can expect. Yeah, but when they really zoomed in on, on Hayden, I was like, whoa, this is like very close to present day Hayden yeah. Christensen right <laughs> now. We're not even trying to the 45-year-old Padawan. He's right. Luke Stone's right. Absolutely. I was like, man. Now, look, in the big scheme of things, is that nitpicking? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, that's nitpicking. Uh, yeah. But honestly, this was like the best part of the episode. It was, I think everybody's going to love, and this intercuts throughout the episode. I'm, I'm going to tell you, though, I, I've got an issue with this. And my biggest issue is what Disney always tries to do when it comes to scenes like this it's like okay we've got a show with horrible writing and some horrible characters and we've done all this bullshit to destroy obi-wan's character and then like that dancing frog from looney tunes comes sauntering out on screen like this with obi-wan and hayden like Look, remember us? <laughs> we're what you we're what you love about Star Wars. So look, show's great, right? Here yeah. we go. I mean, I, and look, that Disney's got a history of that. And I don't think they understand that the rest of the show has to be good in order for these moments to pay yeah. off in the way that they hope it would pay off. Exactly. Okay? Because because no, I don't see moments like this, and I'm like, oh, cool. But knowing that the show sucks, and you know, you could say the same thing about the last Jedi and Luke. You know, he shows up on screen. Oh my God, Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing him. But the movie's terrible, and the writing is terrible, and Luke's story is terrible. So it doesn't work both ways. You don't get it both ways. And right. that's Disney, that's Disney's problem. 
I'm going to tell you another major issue I got. Can we please quit turning Jedis and Sith into all-powerful Marvel characters? I got are an you, issue. Are you referring to uh, Vader and Reeve at the end? I'm referring to this bullshit, and they started it with the Rise of Skywalker. When did people start stopping ships in midair? Yeah. I, I, while it, while they're it, flying off? Yeah. I was I, like, yeah, that's like God mode. That's that's extreme right there. Well, that's extreme. So, and Vader even got duped by that too, by the way. But that's uh, so not, Vader, not a here nor there. I mean, if that was a thing, then Vader would have walked in on Hoth, and when the the Falcon was turning to fly out of out of the the hangar in Hoth, Vader would have just grabbed the damn thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's some. Um, you know, Disney, OP, all powerful. Uh, I don't like that. Okay. I, I mean, I, I know I, it, it, it gets ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So Reva shows up. And guess what happens, guys? Reva is now the Grand Inquisitor. And I text Rose, I was like, man, that first part is going to piss you off. She's now the Grand Inquisitor now. Now, when you look at it in a large scheme of this episode, in retrospect, it seems like they tried to make it seem like newsflash, the Grand Inquisitor comes back. The actual Grand Inquisitor. They almost make it seem like this is a part of the plan of the Grand Inquisitor and Vader in a way. They don't say it, but you get that feeling when we get to the end part. Because Reva is not... How can we say this? The reason she is after Obi-Wan... Well, I guess we'll get to that part. We'll get to that part. Um, Let's go to... um, they finally make it to uh, Jabim, and this whole this whole sequence, I kind of almost got Last Jedi kind of vibes here. Inside, inside where the inside the Crystal Fox hangar. Yeah, and yeah. I was also thinking um, three hundred. You know, hey, we don't have the numbers, we can't win, but if we just confine ourselves as one space, <laughs> we can kind of get away. If we just keep the ship. Just so far away from <laughs> from the other <laughs> ship, chasing it from behind for an hour and a half. Thanks, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Wow. And our uh, old friend Haja. I is like not back. I like you don't I like, like him. I like him a lot, actually. But he's, I got a problem here, man. Character on this show, I got a problem honest. here. They're still trying to make Obi-Wan into a dummy. This guy's a con man. He's weak-minded. There's a scene where Obi-Wan gives him his lightsaber and there's a recording from Bell Organa. That is very, very important information because Bell Organa mentions Luke tattooing on there and he trusts this guy with that. I was like, there's no way he would have him hold on to that vital information like that. 
and it's going to come back to bite him in the ass. Yep. Uh, what's next over here? Okay, Vader coming through uh, there. They're about to reach your beam. Now, right here is where the, the, I had a problem with this part. This is Obi-Wan here telling uh, Ice Cube's son, hey, listen to Leia. I trust her. Obi-Wan, once again, not necessarily this thing being pushed around by a 10-year-old because she has to go in there to, um, what is she doing, Rhodes? Um, she She's trying to fix the the shield doors or something. Something she? like that. Yeah. Um, well, look, that's sort of the problem with this show is the show has not really been the obi-wan kenobi show it's been the reva and little leia show yeah i mean yeah. that's that's part of the issue here you know so yeah we're gonna get into that loot stone we know those leaks i almost said man the leak isn't true anymore when we get to the end scene but uh we'll, we'll get there all right what's next apparently there's a bunch of jedi that has been through here because um there is lightsabers that were there. Let's see what else here. Uh, Rose Tico's grandmother's back. Also, Tala is there. Ice Cube. And I think this is where Obi-Wan is giving his uh, speech, you know, about, uh, hey, we can't beat him in numbers. And uh, Obi-Wan wants to actually meet with Reva. But also it cuts back to um Anakin and uh Obi-Wan um dueling a uh, saber training I should say. And the whole point point of this uh saber training is that uh Anakin has to win at all costs. Because there's also a scene in this where Obi-Wan loses his lightsaber. And uh, Anakin, and I like that they did this because a Anakin is definitely arrogant. He's like, oh yeah, he's almost like he's yeah. almost. I got almost got an Empire Strikes Back vibe when um, yeah. Vader tells Luke, "You're beaten. It's useless to resist." It was kind of like that, but he's like, admitted you're defeated. He he had a because he didn't have his lightsaber. Well, and he had a childish arrogance in Attack of the Clones too. Yes. You know, so yes. yeah, that, that fit the character. It, that fit the character. So like I said, this whole saber duel, they pretty much got it right as far as the characters go. Um what is this? More stuff here. Okay, Reva is showing up here. And boy, I must admit, man. Her acting was so flat right here. She was screaming like blast the door and it was just so flat right there with her. She she's not great in this. No. As no. Look, I neither one of us has anything personal against this person. No. You know? None um, whatsoever. None. I mean, her is her acting good in this series? No, it's no. not. It's no. not very good at all. But everybody's saying um, that she's been good in other stuff. I've never seen her in anything else. 
from what I've heard from other stuff, she's actually been pretty good in other stuff. I saw her in an episode of something on Netflix that I was doing some. Let me give this a shot. And she was pretty good in it, but outside of that, I haven't really seen her in anything. But I, I don't know. I mean, we've also got to be aware of the writing in this in this thing. You know, the screenplay, yeah. the dialogue, um, what they gave her to do and say. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Now, this is very important right here. Bill Organa's like, I haven't heard from you. Um, basically getting worried. Um, that's when he mentions uh it was kind of hard to hear what he was saying, but it was like uh he mentioned tattooing, uh the children, if he finds out about the children children. This is what Obi-Wan gives to Haja. Big mistake. Big mistake. You don't give that to him. Now, the reason why I gave it to him, because he was actually turning himself over to the Inquisitor. Basically to buy, buy them time to escape. Yeah. I'm the not last giving him Jedi. this message. <laughs> a la the last Jedi, you know? Yeah. I am not hey. giving him this <laughs> message to hold on to. Of course, he didn't know what he's looking at, but still. Uh, where are we at now? Okay, this is where they're shooting at the door and Reva and Obi-Wan. Let me go back in a little bit. I think it's about right. Yeah, right here. They're talking to each other between the blast doors. And this is where you get the Reva story here, her angle. Right. And we we had always been saying that if somebody knows that Vader is Anakin, they're not going to live. Now, a lot of people are under the impression that, hey, this is Disney Star Wars. She just knows everything just because she knows it. That ain't the case. And this is a problem with Revenge of the Sith. That, it, that little girl at, at beginning of episode one, it's been confirmed that is Reva. Because now you see flashbacks. And she is standing there right in front of Anakin with, with his lightsaber killing younglings. And she knows that's him. But what happens? Anakin doesn't kill, kill her. He kills everybody else. It but he doesn't kill no, her. It makes no sense. It made, it made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. But, because yeah, liter- what, what did Palpatine tell him in episode three? We'll catch them off balance. I want I'd you to go to, to the Jedi temple. When I made my Do not notes, hesitate, I, show no mercy. When I made my notes, my number one thing on here was, why did Vader slash Anakin keep her alive? That's my number one. It just right. doesn't make sense. Right. Now, some may say that because when it intercuts, because we're going to flash forward here and Vader stabs her, it intercuts with like, her getting stabbed as a yelling, but I don't think that was the case because she said she'd lay down and played dead. So he wiped out everybody in the Jedi temple, but not her. And the reason why she's mad at Obi-Wan is that Anakin was his apprentice. And she was like, why didn't you save us? Of course, we know he was on Utapah fighting on General Grievous. Right. So she watched all her friends die. 
and she blames Obi-Wan. And she is not loyal to Vader. She wants revenge against Anakin. You know, but, by the way, Obi-Wan could have just told her I was on this planet stopping Grievous. I mean, yeah, he yeah, literally he had orders from the council. Just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had another mission. Yeah. Yeah. So all her friends get killed, but she doesn't. She doesn't. So she just didn't know to know she was right there. Well, look, they I'm I won't get in it yet because we're not there, but they denied me a great moment in this uh that we could have seen. So yeah. I'm pissed about it. Yeah. And this is um Anakin coming in with uh the five oh first. And that's Reva. It's confirmed right there. And why why does she have that look on her face? She's looking directly at Anakin. Right. Directly at him. Let me fast forward some more here. Now, Obi-Wan uses his lightsaber. No blaster. I got to give him credit. No blaster. Finally, he never touches one. He used the lightsaber. What is this here? Now, th- this is pretty dumb right here because Obi-Wan gives himself to the Empire. But, of course, you know, Disney Star Wars is so incompetent. Why in the hell would they let two stormtroopers bring him back inside and lead those two stormtroopers along with Obi-Wan? <laughs> Why? That's a slaughter waiting to happen. <laughs> because you know he got to wait. Right. Those stormtroopers stood no chance. Vader, there. Oh, here it is. My goodness. This is Obi-Wan giving the lightsaber, that messaging thing, Sahaja. And what does Haja do? He loses the messenger. Screws it up. Yeah, yeah. screws it up, leaves it there on the ground. Okay, so oh, this is where um, it's this is where Obi Wan turns himself in. Okay, it's called plot armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's full of holes. And of course, Obi Wan here is trying to basically tell Reva, "Hey, we, we can do it together." You know, Count Dooku, Anakin, right. Obi Wan style. <laughs> right. But she's like, "Nah, we ain't doing that." Uh, that's a good image right there. This is 41, 40 year old um, Anakin right here. Doesn't look 20. I mean, he doesn't look super old, but he's just not at the right age. You can see the lines, you know? Yeah, but, you can see the lines, man. I'm, I'm 45. I can see them. I can see my lines. <laughs> I can see my lines. Okay, so Vader's coming in and he's about to, oh, right here. He's about to go God mode on bringing down that transport. And if this thing would actually let me. Show the image where now it goes back to um, the training. 
And right here, Reva tries to kill Vader. And boy, I'm disappointed, Darvid. Now, he let her survive Order 66. Let her survive her failure in the last episode. Jolted and let her go. This was the most incompetent thing yet. She gets wiped out right here. She stands no chance whatsoever of defeating um, Vader. And guess what? Guess what Vader says? He knew everything the whole time. He said he knew everything. Yeah. There's no reason for this character to be alive. Why did you leave her alive in Order 66 in the first place? Right. It doesn't but make here, any but here's, sense. Here's the, here's the dumb thing right here. Let me get to... Let me see. Where's this part at? He stabs her. Okay. All right. Can you... Can you show... Can you back up to the part where he's actually holding both lightsabers yeah, let me see they're right there right there this is where Jindy, uh disney's agenda yeah is flashing on screen like a eat it joe's diner sign okay vader would have wiped her out right there. this is where their agenda shows we got a female who's a person of color and we are going to deny the Star Wars fandom, a total and complete perfect setup for a callback to the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, where you know he what I could said? have cut her motherfucking head off like they did Count Dooku. You know they what I said? Denied us all of that for a political agenda right there. You know what I said when I saw this? I went full Palpatine. I was like, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. What does he do? Like, here we go. What does he do? I don't know if it's going to show it or not. But he doesn't do it. He stabs her. And our boy, the Grand Inquisitor, comes back. He's alive. So they're not retconning rebels. But the thing is, he got stabbed by Reva. Why would Vader even invite him back then? That they may seem like this is all part of the plan. For that he some would reason. get that he would right that they would allow Reva to turn on him, and he knew he would get struck down. I guess and somehow for sure know he's going to live. I, I it that didn't make any this, sense this, to it, me. It didn't either. make any sense. I was literally because, screaming at the screen when he had both of those sabers. And I was like, I wasn't screaming for him to, to literally do the damn thing because I didn't even for a solitary second entertain the notion that Disney was really going to go through with it. I was like, I was talking to the screen going, Disney, you don't have the balls to decapitate her like Count Dooku. You don't have the ball. She should have. It. She should have been. Absolutely. It would have been a great moment. It would have been the best moment of the series if he would have Count Dooku'd her ass yeah. right there. And they don't, 
they they didn't have the balls to do it because they want to keep her alive, and now we're finding out they want to put yeah. her in their own in her own series. A character that everybody can't stand, regardless of what part of the fandom you're in. This character has gotten rolled, even by people that like The Last Jedi. This yeah. character has gotten destroyed. People can't stand it, but you're going to force feed a series out of this character. And this is it right here. Yeah. This, I mean, this Grand moment, Inquisitor gets his, his insignia back. But this is the dumb thing that happened here. They just walk away. They just walk, walk away, leave her right there. Vader doesn't finish her off. Grand Inquisitor doesn't finish off. Her lightsaber's still right there. I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah, in look, in the country, we call this chicken shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's chicken shit. Because look, yeah. she's going for a lightsaber right there. And she gets the thing that Hodger drops. And mm, convenient. Yeah. And I think Obi-Wan senses it. And now she knows Luke is on Tatooine. And that's this the last is, scene right there. Yeah, yeah. You actually see Luke. <laughs> so uh, it seems like the leaks are now true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Boy. Terrible. 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 Well, they say that Vader left Reva alive in order to follow her to Kenobi. If so, what basis would Vader really believe that she would be able to find Kenobi? Yeah, because he's got no reason to follow Reva. I just assume that Disney assumes that we think Vader was just going, going to believe that she was going to die from that. That's yeah. that's my gut. I mean, if I'm being honest. Uh, so I don't know that there was a bigger plan there. Yeah, now the Lee Kennedy, I believe, is true. And all oh, those fears are going to be realized now. At first, I was thinking, all right, she's dead. Until they walked away and didn't finish her off. I was like, oh, man. These things are true. And when we saw the message, <laughs> I just shook my head. I was like, <laughs> now... <laughs> he, he's been in a coma this entire series <laughs> wow. wow wow so now he okay. has to go back okay so scale of one to ten what do we got on this on particular episode what do you what do you have on it man i'm a stickler for uh not messing up canon but as a as a yeah. if I was if I was a normie Star Wars fan, if I didn't know nothing about nothing, oh, you're loving like, this series. I'd be like, you're man, yeah. I'd be like, this is eight out of ten. Yeah. But since I actually know what's came before, what comes afterwards, and they're not sticking to canon whatsoever, four out of ten. Mm. Four out of ten. <laughs> Oh, remember us? 
<laughs> Here we are, <laughs> lightsaber, Anakin. <laughs> and Vader, Vader's had three opportunities to kill Reva. Order 66, a few episodes ago, and in this episode, never killed her. Never. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. One out of ten. I'm giving it a one out of ten because this is like, this is the moment that they're holding up the Lion King on the cliff. And at, holding in his hand is Disney's agenda. Yeah. yeah. This is the moment. Holding it up, showing we don't have the balls to kill this character. She should have been dead. Because right here, Reva has level 20 plot armor. <laughs> One out of 10. One out of 10. Uh, what? No, I'm not. I'm not being generous. I'm not. One out of ten, because now this gen- one, this this episode probably had the best action out of all the episodes so far. There was quite a bit of action in this one. Oh, it, we could we could definitely claim outside of that one, and I'm not even going to call it a missed opportunity. That one intentional massive flaw where they did not count Dooku Reva yeah, in that yeah. moment. I mean, it was perfect. It was set up. Um, but, but Kathleen Kennedy didn't have the guts to do it. Now, did you notice this? When Reva and uh, Obi-Wan were talking between the door, their agenda is clear. She wants Vader dead. Obi-Wan doesn't. You notice that, right? So I believe yeah. they're gonna try to keep they're gonna try to stick to episode four of um or, or return Jedi when he says Obi-Wan once thought as you did when Luke says come with me. So I believe if they stick the cannon when they meet up, Obi-Wan should actually be trying to get Vader back to the light when they're fighting. Okay, well that raises a question because it did lead me to think, is it possible? that Obi-Wan could strike down Reva to protect Vader. Hmm. If he believes there's still light in Anakin, which I don't really know if I'd buy that, but if he does, would he strike her down to protect Anakin Skywalker? What he believes maybe could still be Anakin Skywalker in there. I don't, I don't see I don't that see happening. Well, I don't either because they're not going to strike her down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, period. <laughs> I mean, the Grand Inquisitor definitely had a lot of motivation to kill her, but he said, we're going to leave you where you found. We found you. In the I, I would, I would be floored if her character dies before this is over. I, I, I think the leaks are true. She's dead. But I don't understand how in the hell can she actually go to Vader because this is the leak rumor and say, hey, I killed him when she got the floor wiped with um, her by him and Vader's supposed to lose to Obi-Wan. Why would she want to go back to Vader? I, I guess she's going to try to use the loot thing as motivation to get back into good graces, but it seems like they just kicked out, out of the Inquisitorious. So... Well, ba- 
will Vader actually lose to Obi-Wan, though, or will it be a, uh, and look, after everything I've heard, there better be an epic lightsaber battle in this last episode. Well, they say a prequel level, but it it was probably the training session. To end all lightsaber battles. So I better see that. And I figure they're going to battle to some kind of a stalemate is where I think this is going. You know, which I don't, in other words, I don't know that you're going to be able to watch it on screen and go, well, you know, whereas you could blatantly tell Obi-Wan defeated Anakin in Sith, you know, I mean, he thought Anakin was going to die. Yeah. And Anakin is probably probably pissed off at him for not finishing him off because <laughs> now he's just suffering. And we actually no. know how um, what scenes in the suit and um, Hayden Christian is actually in. So pretty much any scene where Vader is full screen and standing up, it ain't him because he doesn't have the height. So maybe when uh, Vader was sitting on the throne, that was most likely him. Of course, when he was in the tank. That's Hayden Christian, but there's two other guys that are much bigger in a suit. So he's not doing any lightsaber scenes. Vader will be trans before this is over. No, God. God, not not to get political, but (laughs) there are so many bad stories coming out right now about drag queens and (laughs) yeah, yeah. And children and I mean it's just I don't even know where we are anymore. It's nuts. Another thing also, man. The people that like this stuff, like the show, they getting shafted on the runtime. A limited series and you're throwing out regular episodes uh, 30, like 35 a, minute episodes for six episodes yeah that's i heard that's, i heard somebody rumor that the last one is like 70 minutes i don't know about well, that well and the other rumor is we're getting a second season too yeah but i don't i don't know so much about if it's the second season you know reeve ain't dying then yeah yeah well supposedly she's not dying now and she's coming back for season two by but, the way, th- but, this but thing- if she doesn't die, she still goes before Vader. Why the hell would he leave her alive for the fourth time? This is um, this has still got a fifty nine percent Rotten yeah. Tomatoes score. Yeah. So, and one one thing is pretty clear: she is she's not that she's extremely weak. She's not stronger than the fifth brother, the fourth sister. We rarely seen her. She ain't stronger than the Grand Inquisitor. She's not better than Obi Wan. She's not better better than Vader. At all. So we didn't even see the fifth brother in this episode. I don't know, man. It's a mess. It's a mess. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought the series was going to be good. I did. I had a feeling I, too. I, I was going into this and I was like, okay, well, this is going to be kind of like Rogue One slash The Mandalorian slash. Yeah. We, I thought it was going to be Clone about Wars. him protecting Luke. Uh, it ain't I mean, about him protecting Luke. I thought because of Deborah Chow's work in The Mandalorian, but clearly that was more of the writing prowess of John Favreau and Dave Filoni than, you know. I mean, I can't say that her... It's not like Ryan Johnson in the fact that 
Ryan Johnson directed that movie oh, in ways that even the yeah. movie is is not coherent and not. There's well no put doubt. Together. Deborah Chow's directing in it in this show is light years better. Yeah. Than Last yeah. Jedi directing. Yeah, absolutely. My uh, biggest problem is is, is all problem. the canon it's, wrecking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. She she's carrying out wh- however they they decided to do this character, you know, in this series, but. Um, I, the other thing on a side note, the character that got killed, the, the woman. Okay. Tala. Uh, yeah. And I kind of liked her character to yeah, be yeah, real. Her, her character was one, one bad. Um, but here's another thing that Disney does. They introduce these characters. They're around for like one or two episodes. And then when they die, we're supposed to just be devastated. Well, you know, I will say I mean, this. I'm not I will say up. this. I don't know her. She's not. Her, de- her death was definitely um, more impactful than Wade. I, I still don't even know what Wade's face looks like. I don't know who Wade is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you That's going to be a meme point. now for Wade. You get the point. It would be different if she would have been around from the very first episode all the way until now. But they tried to, and they tried to put the droid in there with her going down in a blaze. And I'm just like, I don't know this character well enough to be devastated by her death. I'm sorry. I just don't. You didn't, I mean, and that's the problem. I mean, their impact moments are just so damn shallow and it doesn't make any damn sense. So where where are we, where are we going for the next episode? So clearly Obi-Wan's like, I got to get back to Tatooine. Yeah. I got to get there. Because he knows now that Reva knows about Luke. So he's got to get there quickly. Where's that battle with Vader going to take place? It can't take place on Tatooine. Mm. I actually heard it was going to be on Mustafar. Really? Do you think that would require Obi-Wan to what aggressively go back after Vader, I assume? Yeah, maybe well, that's what he's, first thing maybe he's that's gotta, what he's gonna do. He's gotta get Leia back to to Alderaan. He's also gotta get on tattooing. You know what? Honestly, if I would honestly this is where it should be, I would I would tell those guys, hey. Drop her back off. I got to get back to uh, Tatooine. It better be a 70-minute episode or they're going to have a mess on their hands. You can't do what they need to do in 35 minutes. You can't do it. (laughs) Reva gets tossed into lava and gets her own Vader suit. Hey, it isn't perfect unless it fits a woman. <laughs> you, you know what I, I was actually thinking that they were going to do? That, um, you know, the Sith always are plotting against each other. I was thinking that um, they were going to make a Vader. You, he, Vader would tell her, hey, you're going to be my new apprentice and we're going to overthrow, overthrow the emperor. I was thinking they were probably going to go that route. I hope not. I don't know. This show's a wreck. I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Anything else, Rhodes, before we wrap it up? <sighs> Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. I can't believe this show sucks. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I'm. Disney finds new and innovative ways to disappoint me, it seems. Because I, I, even in the back of my mind, as I'm watching this train wreck known as the Book of Boba Fett, as I'm watching that. This is still I'm better think, than Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking to myself, well, at least Obi-Wan will probably be good. That's what I'm thinking in the back of Obi-Wan's my mind. Obi-Wan's not good, but it's still better than Book of Boba Fett. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and Tamar Morrison, like I said the other day, he actually came out again and trashed oh, yeah. that. He's trashing that Boba Fett show. He He's sure like, man, is. we got to get him back to his badassery. Yeah. They turned him into a damn pacifist. <laughs> this kind of bothered me right here. Vader pulls the first ship down, but can't pull the second one. I was kind of thinking that myself. I don't think uh, Book of Boba Fett is way better than this heap of garbage. Man, Bo- Book of Boba Fett is awful, man. I mean, that was like almost no good moments. Take away the Mandalorian episodes. At least this show has some good moments. There is none in Book of Boba Fett. There is literally one percentage point separating the Book of Boba Fett and this show. I mean, the, the character, what they did with Boba Fett, not even remotely close. No, to who he make, is. It doesn't make any o- sense. Obi Wan still, nah. even though he went Jake Skywalker, he had moments where he was still Obi Wan again. I would have, I would have been happier if they would have been uh, a major underlying story connecting back to the Mandalorian, and then just make it a bounty of the week kind of show where every week Boba Fett goes and hunts down a new bounty. I would have been okay with that. You know, something we would have seen out of a CBS show. It should have been an animated show. You know, it should have been an animated show. You're, you're right. It, it was more akin to a kid's show, a kitty kid show. Now we're talking eight year old, seven year old kind of show. And it should have been animated. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up guys. Um, Finale next Wednesday. So we'll be, um, Covering that as well. We've been covering all the other episodes. So thank you guys for coming out. Any other final words, Rhodes? Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. Well, you guys be safe and we will catch you next week for the finale. And by the way, they're actually putting all these out in a movie theater for like a day or something like that. You heard about that? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not running out for that. No. All right, guys, be safe. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Link in the description. Use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word. 25% off now.